Today I'm sitting down with the amazing Praveen from Platinum 99WA. Praveen is a brand strategist and designer for entrepreneurs and business owners. In this episode, we're really going to be delving into why, you know, why does a brand strategy exist? Why do businesses need it? What is a brand strategy? And we're really going to be delving into also things about, you know, what makes a brand So how do we have long-term brands and these big brands who are so memorable? And we're going to just be sharing all of the insights for you. So let's jump straight into it. I'm so excited. You're going to get a lot of juicy information from this episode. Welcome to Healthy Socials, your go-to source for all things social media, marketing and business mindset. I'm your host, Alyssa Cairo, and I'm a social media manager and coach helping business owners just like you convert followers into buyers with total ease and confidence. I'm bringing you all of my juicy knowledge and takeaways from my experience working with every possible business you could ever imagine, from health consultants to funky cafes. You can keep up with me on Instagram via Blue Communications. Before we jump into this episode, all you need to do is sit back, relax, and don't forget to subscribe because you don't want to miss a beat. Hello, Praveen. I am so excited that you are here because you were the first person that I thought of when I wanted to do an episode on this topic. So how are you? I'm really good. And this is my first podcast ever. And I'm so delighted that you thought of me when you thought about branding. I love that. So I obviously know you, but for the listeners who don't know you, tell me a little bit about your business, yourself, and essentially what you do. Okay, sure. So I'm a brand strategist at Platinum 99 and I moved to Perth when I was, uh, no, when we we moved into Perth in 2018. And this was about five years ago when we started Platinum 99, it was just a design company. So people come to us and they'll say, hey, Praveen, I need this. Mm -hmm. And okay, this is what you need and I'll give you that. And then they'll come back and they'll say, "Um, sorry, I need to try this bigger or I need to try this in a different color and then I'll say okay let me do that and I'll send it back Mm -hmm. and then they kept coming back thinking that this is not right something's wrong and because I kept doing all that I realized that they don't know what they need and I don't know what they need it's those of us that were not sure what we needed what and how I could actually help them so it was because of this whole um it's like back and forth yeah, exactly. It was too much back and forth. And I'm like, yeah. you know, I don't think they, well, they think they need this, but it's not really what they need. So that's yeah. when I realized that this, this, this is sort of, um, so it was not a match made in heaven sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, some, it's like when, uh, two, when, when partners do not connect. So yeah. there's a disconnect somewhere and I said I need to get down and figure out what this disconnect was yeah so that's when I decided to dive deep into brand strategy and it's so weird because now the clients are so aligned with what they want that now when I provide them final the 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 final design they're like yep let's do it there's no let's change this let's not do bigger and because they're so sure now with what we have done that everything that's been produced after that is yeah yeah. so 
how did you actually get into so you start you said you started with design was yeah. that your background previously like well how did you get to starting your business Okay, so when we moved uh, to Perth, we started a design business because this is what we were doing in Indonesia. We already yeah. had clients and they were mostly in the sports and gaming industry. Okay. Um, so we had this these clients and they were doing, they were building with us mm-hmm. and um, they had their businesses up and running, but they constantly needed designs. But this was yeah. for sports and gaming businesses. But mm-hmm. that's when I told myself that we have a company here and we have all these staff here. Let mm-hmm. me, uh, although we have people from overseas doing sports and gaming, let me advertise my company and reach out to more Australian-based yeah. uh, businesses and let's see what they wanted. So that's when I, I decided to advertise myself and I was ma- mainly doing the sales and marketing. So basically... Yeah. They came to me. They told me what they needed. I passed on the job to my designer. Yeah. The designer passed it to me and I gave it to the uh, to the client. Yeah. And during this time was when I realized that there was just so much back and forth. And the reason why those sports businesses were all done uh, fine because we, we've been doing their branding forever. It was maybe yeah. 10 years beforehand and we already understood what they wanted. Yeah. And um, with these new businesses, we just needed to get down to understand exactly uh, what they wanted to accomplish, basically what their goals were. And that was when this disconnect happened. And I said, no, I need to get into strategy with them so Mm -hmm. that we can figure out what they want. So for the people listening, wondering what the hell is brand strategy? How do you explain that to someone? Okay, so basically, these uh, this brand brand and strategy are two words that just people keep using it without really understanding, and maybe yeah. strategy as well. Thrown around, think, yeah, it's just thrown a, around a lot, and I think because it's thrown around around a lot, uh, people have this misconception. Like, what what is a strategy, and why do why does branding need strategy? So I'm going to tell you a little story just to make it a bit more digest and understand for the listeners okay yeah. so um i've worked with so many businesses who have said the same thing like um I feel like it's so messy to put things together. I'm not really sure what I'm doing to grow my business. I feel like I'm making random decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying this out because I see my competitor do that and I'm going to see whether it works. So this is something that comes up all the time. Mm -hmm. And, um, and let's say it's, it's a cake that you're trying to bake without a recipe right? You're just winging it. You're like, okay, let me put this much flour. Let me put this much sugar. Um, you don't have proper instructions. You don't even know the, the heat of the eye of, of the, of the oven. And then you're winging this whole thing and you're praying and hoping that it works. Yeah. And that's your cake without a recipe. And for me, I feel like your brand strategy is this recipe to execute, to have this delicious cake. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) So I just feel like without this recipe, and this is your recipe for your brand, how your brand looks, feels, and sounds. And that is what you need for everything, for your whole business decision, for your marketing decisions. And um, anybody who joins your team you don't need to keep telling them. They can see it. They can feel it and, and they understand. Yeah. So if you like for people who aren't sure about like brand strategy, so it's the recipe for their business essentially and for their brand identity. What are some like 
common or maybe like basic things that might be included in a brand strategy? Like if, what would, what would be included? Even like examples you have, you're like so much. (laughs) (laughs) So like um, with the brand strategy, we cover four areas and the force and these four, although they're so different uh, to anybody else, to anybody's goal, but these are the main four things that we cover. So the first one is their identity. Mm-hmm. How do they want to be perceived? What do they want to be remembered for? Because this is really the core of the brand, right? And everybody's values, their brand values come under their identity. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if you're not sure who you are, how are people going to be yes. sure about your about you? You know, yes. how you can't communicate it. You don't know how to visually communicate it, verbally communicate it, aesthetically, exactly. whatever it is. That yeah, I love that. Yeah, because if you don't know who you are, then people are not going to know who you are. So that's the first one, your identity. And then the next one is your people. So your people are who are you talking to? Who are these people that need your help? Are you like, are you talking to them in such a way that they they understand what you're saying? Because for example, if I my niche is uh, people in the in the yoga industry, um, so people coming to do yoga, for example, mm-hmm. yeah. and um, they are coming, they're moms, for example, they're moms. Mm-hmm. And then I have a, I'm another, uh, I'm also in yoga, and there is um, another set of um, classes for yoga for 60 year olds. Mm-hmm. The person, the messaging for the 60 year olds and the messaging for moms who are coming there is just completely different. So yes. you don't know who you're talking to, then they're not going to understand. So that's yeah. when we figure out your people. So mm-hmm. that's two. Yeah. The next one is your voice. If you understand them, there's a way, there's a style of talking to them, whether you're going to add in some of your perks, whether you're going to put in uh, things like, um, I, I don't know whether you know of Milk Run. Is this available in Adelaide? Milk Run? No, I don't think so. Go and check it out. Um, Milk Run is now in Sydney. And they've, I think they're in Sydney and Melbourne now. You should see the messaging across yeah. their social media. Oh my God, Alyssa, I am in love. They really yeah. know who your audience is. They're speaking to them in such a friendly, witty manner. And yeah. not everybody will like your, your voice, but those yes. people who like your voice are going to remember it and they're going to yeah. be your, your brand advocates, basically. Yeah. yeah, I love that. And I think that's that's really important. I want to pull that out because we often get like, oh, I don't want to say that. Or, you know, yeah. I don't want to come across as that because what if people don't like this? And it's like, when you're being authentic to your brand and being authentic with your voice. So I love that. Not everyone will like it, but the people who do will be like advocates for your brand. I love that. Exactly, you know, and um, so I get this question asked a lot as well. Like, do I swear? Should I swear on socials? Right. And, um, and some, I do, I do it sometimes, but yeah. I have different audiences. I have very old women. Yeah who may not like it so it depends where I swear I wouldn't yeah. swear on LinkedIn but maybe <laughs> would on Instagram so it's it really depends on which platform um, who's on that platform and how you say it yeah I love that I love that then so for to summarize mm-hmm. why do businesses need a brand strategy then because I hear a lot of people be like you know oh, I'm just going to do intu- I'm just going to do everything intuitively or based on how I feel or you know I'm just going to wing it like why would be the biggest reasons like maybe this might be easier to answer what are some of the signs maybe you don't have a brand strategy 
Okay. So when, okay. So with online businesses now, especially yeah. during the COVID, businesses are just popping up left. Oh right. my God. Yeah. It's mad, right? It's so easy to put up a store online yeah. and, um, and put in some ads because actually it's really easy to just get fast sales yeah. by putting up a, a, a product online, feeding it lots of ads. Mm-hmm. And there you have it. You may make so much money, but then yeah. that's it. Yeah. And then, and then that's it. It's done. Uh, but if you want to build a brand, it's not about those fast sales. You want to be remembered. You want, you want to be the chosen one, even if other people are doing those fast sales and you're uh, having the same product, people are like, no, I don't want that. I want this yeah. company because yeah. say, for example, it's led, it's a values led company, or, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's better customer service, or there, there's a reason why people want to buy one over the other, because yeah. It's, it's their brand. And this is why I feel brand strategy is so important right now because with these so many new businesses that are popping up online, people want to know, people have become more human-centric as well. Yeah. They're so, they want to communicate with others. And when brands become more human-centric, when they understand their people, they talk to their people, they wow. gel with their people, that's when people will be like, hey, I like them. Yeah. And we're building a brand for the long term. We're not just building a product and just those fast, it's not those fast sales because that's easy, put up, put on ads, but branding is for the long term so that people will remember you and love you and choose you over anybody else. Yeah. And I love how you spoke about that because I, this is something I talk to my clients about. I talk about it on socials is about mental availability. So, you know, what is the likelihood that you will be remembered as a brand when someone needs to buy yogurt, when someone needs a nutritionist, like you're building, basically you're building a memory of yourself because yeah, anyone can make sales now, but it's about long-term and, you know, long-term success. You know, when we think of all these big brands, you know, at the start, they probably didn't have quick and hard sales, but yeah. in the long term, they've survived. If you know, if you think of the some of the biggest brands in the world, like Cadbury, McDonald's, Hungry Jacks, Burger King, whatever, they've built brands, and building yeah. a brand has what's been allowed. Well, I guess what's allowed them to continue to build their business and grow and continue because we're yeah we have trends come and go we have businesses come and go and a lot of the time it's probably because they haven't built enough of a memorable brand to stay around for the long term yeah exactly and although sometimes it may seem difficult because now with so many online businesses as well there's more competition of course there's more competition right and it may seem difficult but if you know the stages of like brand awareness and yeah. consideration and conversion and um and and then building relationship if you know the steps to growing your business and growing your brand um you would pretty much know how to align with your customers and get noticed uh, towards those guys yeah so in your opinion with um brand strategy so i'm gonna do a mind read and assume a lot of people think or are thinking while listening to this that their business is too small to to have a brand strategy it's more of a big business thing what's what's your take on that okay i don't the way i look at it i have two types of clients okay i have clients who are uh who have just started and they realize they're and i feel like they're beginning to realize more they're like they call me and they're like oh i need brand strategy and they they realize that the brands they're beginning to fall in love with are uh very 
personable. Yeah. And then they realize, hey, I want this for my business. So I have those clients that are first starting out. Mm-hmm. And I also have clients who've been in their business for a long time. And then they realize that their messaging is getting all mixed up. They're not communicating properly because it's been too long and they need a sort of a refresh or a rebrand. Mm-hmm. So to, to, to say that uh, small companies do not need branding, they they actually do. Being in being in the culture we are right now, we're so online. Everything's online. It's so easy to just put up an online business. It's so important for you to stand out from the rest. And even for big companies, when you've not, we all evolve. And for big companies, when they keep sending the same messaging for like, say, seven, eight years, the messaging sort of gets it's, it's different because of the time and space we are at now. That's when they, they need a rebrand and they recognize it. The best part is people are recognizing the need yeah. for branding now. Yeah. And I think um, one thing as well, like for your, like let's say clients or people inquiring with you who are small businesses, mm-hmm. it, it does take time to build a brand. Yes. So like the early, and I talk about this with my clients for socials as well. The mm-hmm. earlier you start, the, the, the sooner you'll reap the rewards of that effort. Yeah. And I'm going to quote my coach, yeah. um, Linda Livesey. And at this time and age, brand awareness, your kindness, your kindness is brand awareness. Yeah. And it's actually such a simple thing. It's such mm-hmm. a simple thing. But if you can sprinkle a little bit of kindness through your whole, your whole branding, you know, uh, your branding, your, your, your journey, your branding journey, your client's customer journey from the time they've, they've heard of you to they're sending an email to you, to you going back to them. If you can understand empathy and kindness, that is really the way to go. It's so simple. I think sometimes uh, people aren't able to know what to say when and mm-hmm. during which stage. Yeah. So in your opinion, having worked with a lot of brands and seen, you know, we see so many brands on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, what would you say maybe might be some of like the biggest mistakes that people make with their branding and their brand strategy? Like what ones make you just cringe as a brand strategist? Um, in, <laughs> in what, what makes me cringe is that sometimes I see people, um, this is the most obvious ones that uh, they have a com- they have their company and uh, they have say a Facebook profile, but their Facebook profile, their Instagram profile, and their um, website look so different. So like um, because it looks so different, it just doesn't seem like a legit business. That's one, um, and I cringe because they may have been around for a long time, and some of them say that you know the business is doing so well, but it's an old business. They've just they've just sort of maybe during this time, this ten years, they've changed designers so many times, and some designers would have just plucked some blue from somewhere, and yeah. it just begins to look all different, and that's that's one of my. Ah, I just hate it. I hate yeah. it when I see it. And then the other one is when they say that they are a values-led business or we're doing this for this reason, but then it's just all talk and they're not showing it. They're not showing it through, um, through how they operate, through yeah. how they operate. Yeah. And, um, and that's what's sad. Yeah. 
I think the biggest thing that um, I just want to pull out from you saying that as well is with like, for example, if you're, you've got inconsistent branding across all your platforms or inconsistent messaging, I think at the moment, I think we still have a long way to go with brand strategy because I think especially with seeing so many businesses start now, a lot of people don't actually understand the value and the importance of having cohesive branding. Like I think a lot of people, unless you have a marketing background, think that your branding is just to use for your labels or just to use for your socials. Like, I don't think people actually understand that like branding is marketing. Yes. Like we just think it's pretty. Exactly. And we don't, we can't blame them actually because you know, the word branded actually, I don't know whether you know this, Alyssa, but the word branded actually came out many, many years ago when they were beginning to transport stuff across the ocean uh, to different countries. And they, there was a a logo on like crates, there was a logo on cows and that was what branded meant. So I think this whole idea of just have a logo and you're branded has just put this idea into people since the get go. Yeah. And I think you've literally just summarized it so well, because when I went to go get um, my, I did a rebrand in, yeah, you were, you would have seen it because we had just started talking in Jasmine's mask, like her group, group program. Um, When I did my rebrand, even though I come from a marketing background, graphic design is not my main area. But I was so surprised at how many different components went in to branding. Yes. Yeah. Especially the visual part, like a logo, sub logos, seven primary colors. And even when I see your, so like you sharing your clients and stuff, I'm like, oh my God, so much goes into it. Yes. And um, the thing is when people just think of the design without thinking of who they are and what they want to show, the design is so different. different. And that's why I feel like when people just go into design without thinking of the background, the foundation stuff, um, they will get back to the drawing board maybe a year later. They're like, oh, I don't feel like this this matches. So let me change this again and let me try that again. But when they've got the foundations right and then they're expressing that through their voice and through their um their imagery that's Mm -hmm. when it all sort of gels yeah I love that I love that and that's so true when I did my um rebrand with the graphic design I went through you know she really went through you know what are my values what do I you know what type of clients do I want to work with um what types of services do I want to offer because it is a cohesive story basically like your brand is quite literally telling a story visually verbally um graphically whatever it is it's literally telling your brand story yeah exactly and for um for business owners who maybe are like starting out or are about to launch or whatever it is and may not have the i say quote unquote budget because people obviously value different things and they're spending money in their business um Mm -hmm. what would you say if someone were to start doing their own brand strategy or maybe try starting, what would you, like, how would they do it? Like, what are some key things to think about? Yeah. Um, and I, I, I completely agree when people first start, there's no budget for branding or maybe they feel like branding is not necessary, but um, the things to think about, uh, the first one is that's really, really important is, what do you want to be remembered for? Because it's a big one. That's a big one. Um, and I and I say this is this is a big one because when you first start and you're trying to get all that money and you feel like, okay, I am good at this. I'm not so bad at that. And I'm okay at this. So I'm going to sell all those services. Yes. All those products. <laughs> but then 
people will be like, what is he or yeah. she trying to do? Because then your people don't remember, right? Yeah. So, so I think the, the best way to think about that first one is what do you really want to be remembered for? And just bang on on what you want to be remembered for because it will take a few months for people to remember you for it. But that repetition is just going to make the messaging even more um, more heard, more listened to. Yeah, you're definitely yeah. my, um, like this is exactly what I had you on because I know all the stuff you talk about is exactly the same principles that I teach to my clients, like repetition. That is why like I've, I've had a couple of clients where or even just businesses who have inquired with me where they're changing their branding left, right and center. Their messaging is changing all the time. One day they offer this service, the next day they offer this service and it's confusing for people. It's about being consistent with all everything so that you can be remembered because the only way you'll go imagine if mcdonald's went from burgers to hot dogs to i don't know (laughs) pasties to dessert like people would be like what the hell's going on here and they change up their branding like this has been they've stuck to you know being remembered for a particular thing having branding having consistent messaging and that repetition is what has allowed them to build a brand basically exactly exactly and that's such a big, big one for me. Like, just remember what you want to be remembered for. And, and if you feel like, and the next one is take a look at your competitors, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's perfect if somebody else has done it and they have succeeded, which means that you don't really need to do your research because you know they've done it and people need this. But try to figure out what they're good at and find your, find the gap. Find yes. you can you can fit in yourself and be different to them. It's not about copying them, but rather being different to them so you can serve your audience. Yeah, find your point of difference. So if there's a gap or something that someone doesn't do well, that's your opportunity to do do that well. Exactly. And with this is just being, it's so simple, but it's so difficult to execute sometimes is by being yourself because actually you're the only one in this planet that can do you and be you. But how do you, so this is when you think about how can you infuse some of you into that, um, into that messaging of um, memorability? What do you want to be remembered for? But infuse your personality into this as well so that you really stand out and have your differentiator. Yeah, I get that. And it's so, it sounds so simple. Like be yourself, be authentic. I remember when I launched my business um, back in October, 2020, I had launched and I chose these particular colors. And I was like, oh, I like them. It's okay. And, you know, whatever. I was starting out, so I didn't invest in branding or anything. And I remember like putting out content and thinking I had to talk a particular way, thinking my photos had to be a particular style, thinking my, you know, graphics had to look a particular way. And I found just business was like uphill all the time. Like I was always trying to like, I was getting unaligned clients. I was struggling to know what to say. Like words would be so difficult to come up with. Then when I did that rebrand, like that was when I really stepped into like using my authenticity in my brand. And that has made the biggest difference because I, I mean, I even say to my clients, like, especially as service-based people don't work with you because of what you offer. They work with you because of you and your brand. So there's a hundred other people, even like in your service, you're the same. There's a hundred other people who are offering it, but people who come to you, they come to you for a particular unique thing about you. Exactly. About your brand. 
Exactly. And you know what, Alyssa, like you said, you did your proper rebrand after, after a while, right? And um, a year, a year, literally. Exactly. So you did your proper rebrand after a year. So like you said, when you're first starting out, try to get these two things right and then get a few colors that you like and two fonts that you like and that's it and that's all you need once you've collected that money that you've uh, worked on you've worked on that DIY process you've collected some money and then you go on to invest in your brand strategy because you would know so clearly who you are you would know so clearly who you want to work with and you would know so clearly how to communicate with them. Yeah. A lot of people ask me that actually, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, A lot of people ask me if I regret doing my DIY and then doing my rebrand. And I think you just summed it up really well because that whole year between my DIY to my rebrand, I figured out so much about my brand. I figured out who I was and what messaging I wanted to have. I figured out what vibe I wanted to have. Um, I figured out like who I wanted to work with. So I, it was a really big transformation and like a learning lesson for me. And then I did that rebrand. It was like the biggest up level ever. I say that your rebrand is like the ex-boyfriend you broke up with. You figured out what you don't like. And then you're like, no, I need to move on. Yeah. It's like uh, we're in, we're in for an upgrade. We're doing a trade-off. And that was exactly what I did with my branding. Like, so I don't actually regret the rebrand or anything like that, because that signified, like you spoke about, like the, the rebrand for me was signifying like a new chapter in my business yeah like symbolically but also now you know now people contact me and are like you know I just love your vibe I love how you talk I love you know your use of your branding and like people you I never thought about it in that way but people get excited by that stuff it's like your your visuals and your vibe uh together with um the way you put out your your messaging it's all coming together so holistically and it's all in alignment so that's the that's the beauty of branding and I think yeah that really comes down to like I know when I did my rebrand I was a little bit like "Mm, this is a bit random I have lemons everywhere and like oranges and like grapefruits like what are people gonna think and it was a little bit scary for me I was like I love it but will other people love it and I get people who have like you know I have had a particular person a couple times say they don't like my branding or like like my marketing I'm like whatever you remembered me because you had a problem and you contacted me but then I have people who are like oh my god I love this Oh my God, this is so fun. And your lemons. Yeah, literally. One yeah. of my, um, this has happened a couple of times. Recently, one of my clients messaged in our like Facebook group, my group program, being like, oh my God, I just saw these lemon earrings. Like, Alyssa, you need these. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like become, it's become a memorable thing. Exactly. Yep. And that yeah. shows, that's what happens when you're consistent, when you've got something that stands out. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of people try and like, emulate their competitors or try and do an industry what everyone else in the industry does but sometimes being rogue and like steering away from that is what makes you memorable exactly I would say so yes yeah I love that so you have so much knowledge on your page if you're not following Praveen by the way definitely I will leave her Instagram and all her links below but for people who are wondering like how can you help them like what do you have available how can people work with you how can they ask you questions contact you or whatever okay so there though if you want to ask a question always just ask because if you don't ask you don't know you can send me an email or 
contact me on Instagram. I'm on there under Platinum99WA. Uh, but if you want to work with me, we can go through all this together. And um, it's brand strategy and design or just design. And um, and I do, and I and I say that people who are looking for logos, they don't they don't necessarily need brand strategy if they already know their identity, what they want to be remembered for, or they already know who their target clients is, or they already know uh, how they want to speak to them. They yeah. can go on to do their just their design with me. But people who are not yet sure on their voice, their identity, and their people, that's yeah. when I would recommend them to start with strategy and then yeah. design. I love that. So it's a nice like little step process, basically. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. I really love just everything that you said. I just feel like aligns with me so well. And I absolutely agree with everything you're saying. You're such an expert in this industry. I love seeing like um, Praveen shares like little, you know, insights into what she's working on. And I'm like, my God, I love this so much. She's such a genius. Um, So you can definitely go follow her and check her out. She's got amazing content. So much knowledge to share. And I just love seeing, you know, your little insights into your world as well. So thank you so much for jumping on, sharing all this knowledge with us. Thank you, Alyssa. It's been so nice chatting with you and your people. And um, I can't wait to get on another podcast. Or you've given me inspiration to start. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you, Alyssa. Oh my God, I really want to thank you for taking some time out of your extremely busy schedule to listen to this episode. As a busy business owner myself, I totally understand what it can be like to wear all the different hats. So if there's ever anything that I can do to support you on social media, please don't be shy to reach out and send me a DM on Instagram via Blue Communications. Bye for now.